This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he left the pilot. and what's it This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. How are you guys feeling out there today? Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority. Even if you're watching us live on YouTube. Great to see you guys here with me today. Shout out to everyone from Imran in New York, Masoud in India, Megan over here, and everyone else who is locked in with Terry, Fatima, Maria, and everyone else. Shout out to you guys. Hope you're having a great day. On the show today, are we reading the food labels on the products we buy how can something so important be so easily ignored when it comes down to our health and our fitness now that's something that i picked up the other day i was listening to a podcast with by dr hyman and i thought straight away i have to bring this up on the show and do a little bit of research is it trusting the product or the brand we buy and are we being fooled by packaging when it comes down to these things so that's something i'm going to be touching on today now it can also be affecting our children. If we have children, that's something else that you're doing. You're putting that into risk as well. So maybe a little bit of research might come a long way. Concussion has been discussed for many years, but we're doing. are we doing enough to take precaution? The life of Aaron Hernandez was recently a document, uh, documentary many of us spoke about on Netflix, which caused alarm with his tragic death but a lot of it came from CTE and concussion and resulted to so many things if you've checked it out let me know what's up Mustafa I see you coming in on the room on the Instagram live at Omar Duri. guys here's a little bit of a tune you know LMA the Jamie Boy cover make sure you enjoy this tune and I'll be right back with the first segment here we go this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with your boy Omar Adori in the half charge on Pulse 95 Radio. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about today was food labeling. Now, the reason why I say this is because we all go supermarket shopping every now and then, hopefully, guys, girls. Um, when we do that, we step in and we normally stick to the same products we go to. But have we actually looked at the labeling on the products? What's in the product? And sometimes, you know, having had so many different guests on the show, we've spoken about nutrition, we've spoken about gut health, we've spoken about uh, your metabolism. But one of the things that we sometimes don't do enough of is food labeling. Now, when it comes down to that, I was doing some research the other day and I came across a podcast by Dr. Mark Heyman. And uh, what was really cool about this is he was discussing the things you should be avoiding when it comes down to food. Now, if, if you have children, then the responsibility comes even more. And that's something that, you know, I wanted to kind of pick your brain on. What's up, Sonam? Welcome to the room, man. Come on in. Um, 
with the food labeling there's a few things and it comes in sauces it comes in uh, wholesome food it comes in a lot of things that we sometimes you know uh, miss and I say that one of the things if you've if you've seen a lot of the documentaries as well that you ha- should avoid 100% is high fructose corn syrup now this starts to make you think about things when you end up buying something as simple as a sauce to put or marinate your food in high fructose corn syrup has a very dangerous uh, you know level of ingredients which which can actually hinder the body hinder the gut health really clog up your arteries and that is in a lot of foods that we order we eat we uh, buy from the supermarket so next time you go into a supermarket and you go food shopping this is the one thing I want you to actually look at is high fructose corn syrup the other thing is now we all know about fried foods and what we should stay away from sometimes we do sometimes we don't and that depends on you know how we're feeling on that day but the trans fats and the hydro um hydrogenated fats is the things that we should kind of be worried about now in some countries these things are actually banned by food manufacturers and this is what was really interesting about this podcast i was listening to because it made me go away and research about some of these you know long terms that you see on the food labeling which can really really cost you right and i and i say this now for example i'm going to try and say the name but it's called bht for a reason um butylate hydroxotoline azodicarbonate otherwise known as bht what is that you're wondering well it makes the foods fluffier and food manufacturers in some countries have been banned from using them and it will go as far as fining you or putting you in jail. Like for example, if we look at Singapore. So if you actually put this in your food as a food manufacturer, you can get up to a 15-year jail sentence or a $450,000 fine. Now, th- this is telling you how detrimental it is to our system, to the fact where people are being jailed from it. Now, in some other countries, and the US was mentioned in this when in the podcast that he was talking about, these products are fine and they're put in food all the time so why would one country fine you and jail you for something that could really really hinder your body and destroy your gut health and some other countries kind of let it go so that kind of really put things in perspective when i was looking into the food labeling when i was looking into all these different things because if you order online or if you sometimes when you order online you're not going to really see the ingredients are you i would encourage you to research it if you use you know an app and i won't mention the app mustafa but if you use an app that you sometimes enter your food in and it tells you how many grams of everything then that kind of helps you understand where the food is going from is it wholesome is it nutritious is it whole foods nutritious dense whole food something that's going to make you full for longer or is it something that's going to want you having more now some of these chemicals that are added in the food the preservatives and the additives are things that want you to to keep eating it which might not always be good for you and might be something that you know in terms of your gut flora and your microbiome actually hinder what you're trying to do and then make you feel tired make you feel lethargic especially with what's going on now in the current pandemic around the world some people are still getting over you know the symptoms or for example someone who's got covid i mean i i got it in december and it took me a while to get over it but this is what i'm saying people are already battling their own battles try to put yourself in the best positions for your immune system to be able to handle whatever's thrown about it it might not be corona it could be a different virus could be a cold could be a flu 
but try to put yourself in the best position possible. Try and take it seriously as well. Food labeling is something that we probably don't discuss enough about when it comes down to just daily conversation because we're probably going to find something in there that we don't, you know, we, we don't want to see. And you've often heard people say that if there's something in there that you don't know in terms of an ingredient, don't get it. If it's something that can be on a cupboard or a shelf for a very, very long time and has a long lifespan in terms of the storage, probably not going to be good for you. So there's there's something just food for thought. Is there anything now that you can think of right now as we're speaking that, you know, um, that, that you wonder, oh, you know what, maybe I should get rid of that or put that out. Sonam says, don't buy ingredients you can't pronounce. Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, let's say, for example, if you like seasoning your food or you like putting things, if you can't pronounce or you don't know where the nutrition comes from in that product, probably not a good idea to have it there. Here's that for you guys. I'm going to play some of my favorite artists right now. Burner Boy, pull up and we'll be right back after this. Enjoy, people. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. What's it goal? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. <laughs> Man, <laughs> welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Abdurri. You know, I feel, I feel big when I see people from all around the world tuning in. I'm not gonna lie, I get quite excited. As we say in the UK, I get gassed. I get gassed when I see people from New York, like Imran or Florin from Jersey, Adil. Then you've got obviously Debo in Florida. Uh, you know, and then I see Masoud in India, and I see Ruthless Ryan, man like Ruthless Ryan in the building all the way from the UK a boxing legend at the Instagram live and Omar will do with me and right now this is what I'm talking about when it comes down to what you guys bring to the table the flavor is on point and we were speaking about food labeling today now if you haven't checked out the podcast by Dr. Mark Hyman he was speaking about food labeling and he was talking about you know are we looking into the ingredients that we're bringing in to our kitchens, to our families, to our friends. All these kind of things is, is, you know, is really important that we don't actually spend enough time looking at. And that was, um, that was the first segment. But remember, guys, if you do miss our show, don't worry, you can catch us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud if you like a podcast, or even head over to the YouTube channel. Support your boy at Pulse95 Radio, Omar Duri Halftime Show. Click, share, like, and do the thing, right? Okay. So one of the things we don't really hear enough about and sometimes try and mask it is concussion. Now, recently I watched a documentary called The Life of Aaron Hernandez, which was super interesting when it came down to this person's remarkable story. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out on Netflix. Um, He's an American footballer, or he was an American footballer that was very, very talented, up and coming, superstar, someone that really, you know, covered a lot when it came down to his college program him beca- winning Super Bowl doing everything everything he was it was something special you know and um, unfortunately when you play sports that are contact like American football like rugby all these kind of things you end up putting yourself in danger of clashing clashing heads clashing bodies you know the body takes a lot of a lot of pressure but one of the things assessing this person's life is the brain damage he had received throughout his sports career and in his sports career what happened from that is 
you know, he, he ended up in the wrong crowd. He, he mixed up with wrong people. And after, you know, he tragically committed suicide, what happened then is they, they studied his brain. They asked permission from his family. They can study his brain. They studied his brain and they saw the amount of damage that was in there. Now, why is this important? Because it causes a lot of people to think of, you know, um, the, the, the repercussions of concussion and why now even for example in football they're doing a concussion sub which they never had before which allows you to actually substitute the player that has had a head collision for example and not put pressure on him to stay because you might have used up your substitutes so there were so many interesting factors here when it came down to you know Aaron Hernandez but obviously there were things that you know he shouldn't have done he was convicted for murder there were so many different factors and that's not excusing anything to do with that but what it does tell us is how serious this can be when it comes down to brain damage and so when I was watching that and I saw that nowadays there is a lot about you know concussion and sport about brain damage about how we can avoid that what we can do to keep the tests going to make sure that those athletes or those people are in the right hands the medical team has to be on point and the players or the athletes don't have to be pressured to get back in and continue because normally you'd say you know oh just man up or or do what you got to do to be able to get to a certain level but if you haven't checked out that documentary it was it was very very interesting there were so many messages within that documentary that allowed you as the viewer to be able to understand the the complexity in this man's brain so I want you to, guys, if you have checked it out, text me on 4215, salat or do, or sign into my DMs at Omar Duri and let me know what's going on. Uh, Ruthless Ryan is trying to put me off, off my radio. Omar needs to stop looking at his phone because he's getting very close to laughing. Um, I'll try not to laugh, you know, because it's about 227 episodes in, Gyro. But I'm happy that you tuned in. Um, so, yeah, so in the first episode, we talked about three foods to avoid when it came down to food labeling. The second episode, we spoke about concussion and CTE and the life of Aaron Hernandez. If you haven't checked out the documentary, go and check it out on uh, Netflix and how important it is to manage concussion and brain damage when it comes down to sports that in- involve you Uh, putting that under risk and then next up we're talking about the uae as they look forward to playing india in a friendly in march and van marwick resumes preparations for the qualifiers and world cup don't go anywhere folks we got some stormzy playing for you i know you like your stormzy enjoy that and i'll be right back after this peace this is the halftime show with omar adouri oh he loves the fire then this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Wicked show we've had so far. Talking about the three foods to avoid when it comes down to food labeling. When you're going food shopping and you go to the supermarket, are you really looking at the back of the label or are you just restacking what you've had before? Be honest now with me, folks. And the other thing was how dangerous high fructose corn syrup can be for you when it's in everything, in your sauces, in, in your cereal, all sorts of sugar, all sorts of stuff that you should probably be staying away from is in your products. Make sure you check that out. Second uh, segment, we spoke about CTE, concussion, 
and even an example of the athlete who tragically passed away the life of Aaron Hernandez who brought that to the surface when they experimented on his brain after um, he passed away they actually did tests and exams on the brain and it showed a lot of brain damage causing so many different characteristics to come out where we wouldn't have even known be kind folks on segment three now the UAE um, obviously is something that you know promotes their sports you've got so many talented people here from all over the world that come to the UAE that help with the development program that help work on their game now one of the things that obviously the pandemic has done is it's kind of it's kind of put things on hold it's kind of made us all reset in our methods in our ways in what's important in how we can do things in what we were doing before but the UAE get to play India in a friendly on March 29th now Van Marwijk resumes preparation qualifiers for the World Cup and Asia Cup and what does this mean for the nation you know having put things on hold not being able to travel with travel comes experience with experience comes knowledge and with knowledge comes you know development and there's so many factors here that go hand in hand but with people having to stay in their respective countries it's kind of made us all reset our methods but even though a lot of research has been done a lot of you know progressive uh, learning has been done further education has been done uh, universities have been offering courses to people all around the world to be able to enhance their brain to be able to keep them engaged and develop and some of them were even free uh, there was one that we did I remember what was it the Ministry of Happiness um, which was I did it last year but there were so many different kind of courses that were out there for everyone to be able to be grateful be mindful uh, understand more of the psychology of what we are going through because through a pandemic and through you know people not knowing uh, what's going to happen next it kind of caused a lot of uncertainty but I think Brian Van Marwijk is, is, is someone that has has done a lot in terms of his career his experience he's worked all around the world and for him to be able to resume preparations I think that's a very good thing for the UAE I think the UAE you know have a lot of talent here I've, I've been very fortunate enough to work with a lot of different athletes here especially the UAE women's national team you know I was there for a couple of years and just seeing the growth seeing you know people like Alia Anoud you know, um, Naima, you know, Sheikha, all these people, you know, come from, you know, early, early stages and really turn out to be talented, talented athletes, but also good human beings that are willing to learn and willing to develop. And that's something that I think with programs and with a lot of things that we've had to do, whether I'm not sure what they're doing now in-house with the UAFA, but when I was there, what would happen is we'd put them through a program in camps where we would develop them we'd end up do all, we're doing all their strength and conditioning all their technical work all their fitness and stuff we i used to be in charge of of all that when it came down to the women's uh, football and the women's game here and i could see so many you know uh, athletes that are just developing we, we we did so many good things with those people and i was so proud of how far they've come and i'm guessing now what's happening with you know following the pandemic is they're doing something similar where they keep them at the headquarters whether it's in Abu Dhabi or whether it's in 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 Dubai or Sharjah or wherever it is they keep them at the headquarters and they train them there so then therefore they're all together and they wouldn't have to keep going back and forward or mixing with people and respecting social distancing so I think with with uh, Van Marwijk now being able to resume his preparations and and being able to focus on the Asian Cup and the World Cup the good thing is everyone's kind of in the same boat in terms of not being able to travel or you know 
gain an advantage through that everyone's had to kind of work in-house and and that's going to be interesting to see what he does in his preparations for uh, the friendly coming up against India here and then since then as well we're also looking at you know um, a lot of different factors with the campaigns with all the different teams that's happening here but I think what I like about you know Van Marwijk is it's his second stint with the UAE team so he would have understood maybe written the wrong that he made the mistakes in the beginning and kind of understood what he needs to do to be able to to go far in developing that the Indian team now being coached by Igor Stimak is expected to land in the UAE in March and holding a training camp prior to their friendlies against Oman and the UAE Van Marwijk meanwhile is expected to add fresh faces to his squad of core players by the middle of March it gives him time to kind of assess and see you know what's what's out there what's fresh what's new and what he can bring to the table so I'm kind of looking forward to that what do you guys think are you guys looking forward to seeing the UAE back in action let me know 4215 at the Salat or do or slide into my DMs as you're doing right now I'll see you right after this some JP Cooper let's chill and enjoy this this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri oh he loves the fire that what a goal this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95 nice strike It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. Shout out to my boy Derek, uh, all the way in London, who's tuned in and Ish as well. Who normally tune into the shows, man. I miss those guys. You know, when you grow up with uh, with people and you're not in the same country, you tend to value them a lot more, especially with uh, with Derek and uh, and Ish. His son. Um, right, so we were talking today about a couple of things. We're talking about food labeling. You know, are we paying attention to the ingredients in the food that we're buying from the supermarket? You know, how dangerous can can one product be? It can mess up your whole gut health, it can make you feel tired, it can make you feel lethargic, lazy, uh, it can it can uh, you know it can affect your, your gut flora, it can affect your microbiome. There's so many things in there that you know we kind of have to be very, very careful with. So something as simple as you know extracting you know high fructose corn syrup from your food from the labeling from you know the high processed foods that we kind of we kind of end up getting you know so th- that's something that we spoke about in the first segment if you did miss it i'm not i see you just walking in now uh check out the youtube the episodes on there thanks to super mario and gabby in the second segment we spoke about concussion cte the importance of it and recently i watched a documentary called the life of aaron hernandez and it was it was it was very powerful because you know, after the tragic, uh, you know, ending to to Aaron Hernandez, when they ended up examining his brain, they found that there was a lot of damage to it. Now, that's not excusing the, the things that he did, but it's also you know a big wake up call to the sports that we play and the, the the things that we put ourselves through when it comes down to you know mixed martial arts, boxing, American football, rugby, all these, even football recently. So many things that, you know, we can we can talk about. We also spoke about the UAE as they uh, resume for the Asian Cup and the World Cup qualifiers, which is going to be very, very interesting. Shout out to Hatim as well, who's just joined in uh, on the room. A couple of comments coming in now. Uh, Almas is saying it's disappointing because it's too expensive. There are so many areas I would love to work on to improve as a player, but my mom doesn't have the money for it. Well, you know what, Almas, you're doing a great job so far. I'm proud of your development. You've done so good, and a lot of the teams are very lucky to have you. Uh, Florin is saying win as a team, lose as a team, not a fan of the modern game, and 
the way players and staff uh, argue. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Florin, man. You know, <laughs> Florin was my my, uh, my right back when it came down to the college team we played for and uh, top, top athlete as well. And his brother was pretty good as well. Uh, Tunji was, uh, was a superstar as well. So it was great to kind of play with him. But yeah, I think the, I think the, the new generation, and not to sound like old or anything, but the new generation in terms of what's expected. I think accountability goes out the window when it comes down to coaching. Having worked with kids, I loved working with kids. You know, uh, back in London, I was PE teacher there. And then even here, I was, I was a director of an academy for a couple of years to, to d- design the program, develop it and, and help with the youth. And there's a, there's, a, there's a beautiful thing about children, especially the younger ages, when it comes down to their ability to learn, their ability to absorb information, and also how subtle their movement is when it comes down to performing on the pitch, uh, whether it's training, fitness, conditioning, you know, s- strength work, anything. It's really interesting to see how they, how they work. But saying that, you know, now there's, there's no sense of accountability. I think it's very easy. We're under this kind of disillusion that we have to point fingers at someone you know there's no taking responsibility for your own actions it's more like you know normally when a team loses or oh, the coach played the wrong formation or or the staff didn't do this or oh, the team hasn't done that or you know the club there's always something but there's it's hardly people that actually say you know what i'm someone that needs to work on my own game and when i do that then i'll be, i'll get better and that's that's something that i think we it's, it's our responsibility as as coaches trainers you know parents whatever it is you've got to kind of you've got to kind of set that bar very early so that they can be responsible so then when we're not around they're able to do it on their own and and hold themselves accountable and that's I think one of the things that I kind of noticed a lot about you know if someone does a mistake how do you rectify it you know being on a course um, in London I think it was before lockdown before 2019 the head assessor shout out to Pete I'm going to try and get him on the show actually he put us in groups to to put forward an assessment and when we were doing it he just stopped one second started shouting at one of the groups and we just felt really like vulnerable to what he was saying because we made a mistake but actually we didn't make a mistake he was showing us how it feels to be shouted at it was a very very strong exercise I thought that was fantastic the way he did that even though I was in the group that he was shouting at and the way he said no that's rubbish and everything it just makes you think how we should be getting our message across to our kids, to our children, to get them to learn instead of the old school way that has to work and only one way, you know. So that was very interesting. It opened my eyes when I was doing my um, my uh, license in the in the FA in the Football Association. So that just tells you we have reached full time on the halftime show, folks. I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember, you can catch every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, three to four. Coming up next is the afternoon Karak with uh, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atliya, sending you all the love. Hope you guys had an incredible day and I will see you soon. Love and peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.